You're listening to the Play Big Brand Bold Podcast, Episode 4. Welcome to the Play Big Brand Bold Podcast, business and branding advice to help you play a bigger game in your business and brand bold to stand out in the crowd. Each week, I'll be sharing interviews with business and creative professionals, as well as insights and strategies to help you do more of the things you want to do in your business get confident, clear, and capable to build your business brand and bottom line. Welcome back to the podcast, and I am super excited to have Kat and Cherie from the Digital Picnic. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> so good to have you on. I have been uh, online stalking you for some time because I do love everything that you do. Thank you. We do a bit of stalking ourselves. We, so we, we love a bit of a, uh, a mutual respect stalk, 100%. <laughs> Very good. Well, ladies, um, we haven't met in person. Sheree and I did bump into each other at the Scenic Railway in Luna Park one very early morning with our kids. So that kind of counts, but <laughs> I know. I know, but I did want to come to your third birthday party last week, which looked amazing, and we are going to get into some of the massive announcements that you made recently about where your business is going. And I'm so excited for you and the growth that you ladies are having. It's always amazing to see other women succeeding and doing so well. Oh, that's so lovely. But actually, I think it's so nice to see other women celebrating other women like that. So that's what it's all about for us. So thank you so much. No pleasure, pleasure. So today, obviously, the podcast is called Play Big Brown Bold. When I look at the digital picnic, that's exactly what I see. I just think you ladies are doing big things and really taking your brand out there and shouting about what you do and constantly being helpful. Um, and your brand is probably one that I love the most. It's bright, it's bold, it's really fresh and exciting. So we're also going to dive into that. But um, I guess the first question that I do love to ask is what does playing big mean to you? Playing big, I guess for us, you know, um, it's playing big, but when you're in a business partnership, it's respecting that someone wants to play the same way as you do. And we've got to this point where we really, you know, um, we, we're, we know each other so well now. It's only been three years to know each other, but we were perfect strangers when we met and we didn't quite know all of our own values and, um, you know, big visions and big vision dreaming were going to align with each other. But as we go on and on, <laughs> we realise more and more how similar yet opposite we are, but also that we're playing... Complimentary. Very complimentary and that we're playing the same way. We're playing the same, you know, not it's not a game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not a game. <laughs> we've, yeah, and we've got those, um, yeah. the, the same big end goals Yes. Um, for ourselves, like personally, professionally, yeah. um, we're on the same page. Yes, that very will, much. That will play out very differently for both of us because we're, we are individuals. Yes. Yeah. We're married, you know, on the business front. <laughs> Um, we, we do have our own lives somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think having someone, and, and obviously we, we know how fortunate we are to have, you know, someone to share that journey with because um, it can be really lonely. It can be really frustrating and challenging. And, um, you know, we, we definitely recognise how fortunate we are to, to have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's really been nice to... Um, have an outlet for a passion and enthusiasm and, and yeah. something that we both genuinely love, like a third child for each of us. Most of the time it does feel very natural and easy. Obviously, yeah. we, you know, we have tougher times and we get stressed and busy yeah. and overworked and overwhelmed. But um, when, when we boil it all down, we really do love our TDP baby. Um, yeah. And we're so proud of what we've, you know, put in so far and been able to achieve. Um, and, you know, coming into the office is such an exciting thing because we've got a great team around yeah. us. It's such a bright and happy place. Um, yeah. Lots of, you know, bananas. Bananas, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bananas and flamingos and pineapples. That's all you need for a happy workplace. Yeah. yeah. And look, I think on the playing big thing as well, what we've certainly realised in our third year is um, the bigger you um, intend on playing, you know, 
most people will support you and then just occasionally you're going to find someone who doesn't and you know we read this Oprah Winfrey um, quote on the weekend that says you know make sure you sort of focus on the people who are rooting for your rights and if they don't root for your rights they've got their own agenda and that's okay and you can play big and not stew on the fact that you're going to upset people along the way not through your own actions or intentions or anything like that but just because they've got their own agenda yeah um, and one of my favorite quotes on that is people will love you and people will hate you and it'll have nothing to do with you thank you it's exactly yeah. that and we're realizing that more and more in our third year that um we used to i'd probably say in the first and second year we wanted to play um, bigger and bigger, um, but we were put off by, you know, um, other people reacting particular ways. And we thought, no way, this is, you know, this is silly. This has nothing to do with us. Yeah. Wow. It's a really great, peaceful place where we're just um, having fun. And yeah. And just doing your own thing. That's the other thing is I always say to my coaching clients, just stay in your own lane. Yes. Oh. Don't, don't worry about what other people are doing because they'll just become a distraction. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't was Jess, it yeah. was Sam. So yeah. um, at one of our recent um, DigiGeeks events, just one, you know, the little networking yeah. um, events that we had, we had Sam from Dunwood Style um, yeah. on, on the panel with Jess from Calabasaurus and Sam's, you know, the, the thing that everyone keeps talking about after, yeah. <laughs> after that was keep your eyes on your own yoga mat and we yeah. loved that because... Yeah. It, it's so true. You can get so distracted yeah. and yeah. so, and, and even change the course of your own business because yeah. of what you see other people doing and you think, oh, that's easy or that's, that's the key to success or I can run a workshop or I can do this. Yeah. And it, if, if it's not, not a natural fit for you anyway, it's never going to work. So you, yeah. keeping your eyes in your own lane on your own yoga mat really does help yeah. with, um, I think, that longer term kind of success and, and just trying to manage the overwhelm and the, the noise and, yeah. and all of that stuff because it's constant, yeah. particularly, you know, on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you ladies live in this world as well and obviously I know that you're working with your clients in this world. So what would you say around really shutting out that noise? What are some of the things that I guess you do in your business to do that and what do you sort of advise your clients on that? Well, Kat's just come back from a four-day... Um, mini digital detox. Mini, yeah, where I said to her, be unavailable, be, be unavailable, <laughs> you know, and we're just each other's cheerleaders on that, but you go first, Kat, yeah. just come back. I think, I think the digital detox is really important, um, and even if that's just an hour a day where you just mm -hmm. do not look at your phone, you hide it in a drawer or you stick it in another room, even even if it's, you know, not having it next to your bed overnight. So yeah. it's not the last thing that you do and the first thing you do in the morning, even if you can only kind of manage that on a daily basis. Because, again, if you are um, a solopreneur and you're working by yourself, it is hard to find whole days where you can, you know, switch off. Yeah. Um, but if you and, – and then, you know, it's absolutely imperative to take holidays and to take breaks yeah. and to really – really switch off so stick that out of office on if people still need you when you come back they will email you again yeah um sarah wilson touched on it in her book um first we make the beast beautiful and it was just so it, it really struck a chord with me because mm -hmm. people are so um quick to reach out and ask someone for the answer yeah. um then figure out themselves or google it even <laughs> like we yeah. get so many emails and people are just like blah 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 blah, blah. it's like um you could google that and no, we're not going to respond to you, you know, straight away on that one. So yeah. um, I think being, you know, being, giving yourself the gift of being unavailable, um, yes, and it's hard, you know, but both Sheree and I are perfectionists, we're workaholics, we love this business to death, so yeah. it's really yeah. not to respond. Um, we love to serve people, we love to help people, so it's really, really tricky. So I think, yeah, um, and, and we're only just getting to the stage where we're getting better at that, and it is, you know, it does help when you've got, you know, an extended team as well to kind of help with, with the admin side of things and emails and keeping on top of stuff and only kind of yeah. maybe interrupting you when it's absolutely yeah. you know, yeah. an emergency. Yeah. yeah. I also, tricky. I think, you know, um, we're all in this together and we're all at this point where this is all new to everyone where we don't yet know, um, I guess, I, I think future generation future generations from now will really get a, a, a gist of just how addictive the phone is, you know. I think we don't really even understand just how addictive it is at the moment. So, yeah, just setting goals with yourself. You know, I try to go phone down when I, I do go phone down when I'm with the kids. I don't. And I got pulled up by my daughter and it was really embarrassing, you know, when she said, Mummy, can you put your phone down, please? And I just went, whoa. Oh. Everything in me dropped. I think every organ in my body yeah. literally she dropped to its ankles. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So from that moment on, I just 
that was it. They've never seen me with the phone up again when yeah. it's around. It's down and it stays down because nothing is more important than those two little people. Yeah, know? and I think sometimes we're so unconscious of it as well. A while ago, I actually uh, took all of, I can't remember who I was watching. It was, uh, I think it was Simon Sinek was saying that, you know, we're so addicted to our phones and, um, you know, he goes out without it now if he's going to meet friends for dinner or he's like, there is like, there's really nothing that's going to happen that is going to be so uh, like an emergency or tragic, uh, you know. And so after I watched that, I actually took all the apps off my phone. So just the one, so it was Instagram, Facebook, I wasn't really on Twitter, but just anything that I was constantly kind of checking. Uh, And I found that for that week, I didn't know where my phone was because there was nothing for me to kind of be doing on it. And it was actually really, I don't know, like there was no stress. There was no thinking about it. It really gave me space. Yeah. And and when you start to do that and even just practice it for like an hour a day or whatever it might be. It, it really makes you realise how much you do look at it. You know, yeah. you don't have it and then you do have it again, you're just like, oh, okay. And <laughs> you kind of not it's just a natural ring, you know, that, that ding is like, you know, that it's all that old science thing that we all learn in like year nine science, Pavlov's dog, he rings that bell, we salivate, we think there's food. When that ding happens for a social media marketer, we're like, oh, notifications that I must respond to. Yeah. You know, yes. It's crazy. We don't have to be so responsive, you know. Yeah. Also trying to um, counteract that whole, you know, um, everyone is busy. We we know everyone is busy. Um, yeah. But just, I guess, not having so much, um, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think you're saying, that, I think you're saying like, it's, it's not us. healthy to be, yeah. to, to be busy all the yeah. time. You do need that headspace yeah. and it's not something to be proud of. It's not that badge of honour that you... Yeah. Um, feel like you, you shouldn't feel like you need to earn and say yeah. oh my god I'm just so frantic I'm going from you know 5am to midnight every day and oh, blah, blah, blah. it's just that's something else the thing yeah. you know uh, yeah. we now respect our own working hours now because we're still we've got young children there are some late nights that each other or our team pulls and if I get a notification from someone I think that's your late night it doesn't have to be mine yeah if that's the hours you've decided to pull I don't also have to respond, you know, and Kat's the same, you know, um, we all have different hours. Other nights I'm like, great, I'm going to go phone down from 7.30pm onwards and I don't pick it up. And and that's because I've decided, guess what, I worked all day. I don't need to work all night, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those are some great rules to have as well to kind of implement those in your day if you're finding that you're a bit overwhelmed or just constantly on that checking. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, ladies, so you, I was obviously looking at your buyers, et cetera, and you both sort of come from your 20 years marketing, uh, <laughs> digital, yeah, digital, no, no, expert, guru. No. <laughs> <Not> old. <laughs> but, but how did you come together? I saw that you had been in a group and then you kind of found each other. But tell us a little bit about how this happened because like you said when you're in business by yourself it can get really lonely so for any of our listeners who are considering you know looking for a business partner how did you come together and what are some of the things that you did to really see if this was the right fit for you longer term yeah um okay so we talked about stalking before <laughs> and i'm happy to put my hand up and say i sure stalked cat <laughs> um, <laughs> stalker stalky <Yeah. laughs> And it turned out fine, yeah. <laughs> um, I had this little idea and um, and I didn't want to do it alone and I was reading the Collective magazine on the weekend and I was reading this incredible interview by the CEO from Eventbrite and one of the, I read that. Oh, how good was it? Oh, my God, there was so much circling mm. and <laughs> underlining and there was this one part where she said, my advice is to not do a lot of that kind of startup stuff alone. You know, you can pull from other people's skills and strengths and come together and be this powerhouse. And I would say that's exactly what's happened for Kat and myself where, you know, I, um, you know, anyone can lodge something on their own. Cheap feels better with Kat, you know, and I hope I provide the same feeling for her, you know. Um, so 
we met up over, um, at first it was a drink, so that was our first day. <laughs> well, first we connected through oh, yes. a Facebook group. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just a group completely unrelated to business, no. yeah. um, just a, a local mum's clubs Facebook group. Yeah. And a thread went up um, that was, um, I guess, inviting people to share who they were outside of being a mum. Yes. <laughs> so in their right. previous lives, um, a lot of us were kind of, I was, I was on maternity leave at the time, yeah. so in my head I was still the person that I was going to you know when I returned to the business that I was working for and, and things like that so yeah um I guess from that thread we discovered that we both had this kind of background in digital marketing and passion for it and um yeah that's when Cherie latched on yes I did I latched on <laughs> she saw her window of opportunity yeah in my in and I went in um and then as far as you know you said making sure that it all you know goes on and fits and, and actually works um I guess for us First, I did my research. I interviewed 15 other people who'd had business partnerships and believe it or not, all 15 had gone terribly sour. I'm talking the worst case scenarios, really. And I interviewed them all and really grilled them. They're all friends of mine anyway or, you know, friends of friends. So I felt comfortable um, really asking some tough questions. And, I, you know, at the heart of it, I always wanted to know what went wrong and it came down to just terrible communication. Um, and I know I'm a communicator and I, I see um, great communication skills in cat. And so if it's coming down to communication, I think we're good. We also are very similar people as far as values are concerned and the kinds of mothers that we are and, um, you know, um, things that we, you know, loyalty is, you know, um, a big value for both of us. So hard work. Kind of works hard, very hard workers, <laughs> perfectionistic. We both battle a bit of, you know, the anxiety dog from time to time. And we can really understand that, you know, um, when I'm acting a particular way, I, I'm actually just a bit stressed and, you know, the same goes for cats. So we're very similar people and it just, it is working. And when it doesn't work, we know how to make it get back on track so that it is. So that's the most important and thing. You know, we've had our own rocky patches. It yeah. is in that respect, again, very much like a marriage. Yeah. Communication <laughs> is key. Like you, yeah. you have to communicate with your, with your, your life partners, your business partners yeah. um, and that kind of thing. I was very much not as prepared <laughs> as Shireen was. I didn't do a whole heap of research because yeah. I actually never, um, I, I guess I'd always looked at people who had started their own businesses whilst on maternity leave and obviously women and gone, oh, that's amazing. You know, I kind of looked up to all of these women who'd, who'd done these amazing things and never actually thought that I'd be in that position. So for me, um, and, and Sheree is the goal setter in our relationship <laughs> um, and she's very good at it and, you know, it's, yeah, so for me it was, um, I guess, a little bit more organic. I, I kind of um, didn't know exactly what to expect and I wasn't too kind of, didn't have too many pre pre preconceptions, but yeah. um, I guess where we've landed is such a happy um, happy accident almost mm. that we that we yeah. did meet, that we live, you know, in the same area, know. Um, yeah. that we've, we've been able to kind of make so much of it work together. Mm -hmm. um, being perfect strangers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And so what have been some of the mindset blocks that you've had to deal with along the way? Because I think this is one of the biggest things that I work with, you know, women on and it's, and it's one of the things that I hear the most is that it's just all of these, it's absolutely the mindset as to whether I play a bigger game, how much I put myself out there, what I'm saying on social media, all of that sort of thing. So what have you had to deal with and how have you sort of, worked through that together because you know sometimes you have to deal with it yourself but when there's two of you how does that how does that work I think the, the biggest one for me and the, the, the one that kind of consistently comes up for um the, the people that we work with our, at our workshops and, and yeah. businesses that we support is imposter syndrome yeah. and knowing your value so I think imposter syndrome and will we still suffer from it yeah um we'll get a great opportunity and we'll be like what up really yeah. Okay. Sure. You know, um, and and I and I think that that imposter syndrome in small amounts is is quite good because it keeps you humble and it keeps you on your toes yeah. and it, you know you don't get complacent in going I'm amazing and you know bow down to me because we are we're not those types of people at all. Um, so and I think knowing your worth as well is is yeah. one of those tricky life lessons um, in business ownership that you you have to go through and I think almost everyone goes through it. Um, and it's a really, it's really nice when you do get to a place where you can 
um, you know, push back and say, no, this is, this is what it costs. And if, that's, if that doesn't work for your budget, we understand. But yeah. you won't be haggling us down on that because we know what we're worth and we know the value of the, the service that we provide and the expertise and, and all that. Kind of yeah. Stuff. I think for me, imposter as well, but one of the bigger ones um, for me to overcome was realising I actually love working. Um, mm. And I don't need to feel guilty for that yeah. as a working mother. So I lost my mum when I was very young and I've never had a woman to look, you know, towards and see her heading out and working and actually enjoying her job. Um, so And being fulfilled. Yeah, and being fulfilled by that, you know. And then just this year, um, only very recently, I've gone full-time and I'm, I'm just really happy. I love my work so much. My kids love seeing me love my work, you know. And it's taken a little bit of a mindset thing for me to get over um, the feelings around not feeling guilty for working. Um, the guilt of not yeah. having guilt. <laughs> the guilt of not having guilt for working and, and probably just, you know, the couple of people in your life who aren't that supportive of working on them, like a, maybe an in-law or, you know, <laughs> just putting it out there. Just a little bit quiet. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not into podcasts. It's all yeah, like, yeah. It's so fun. But, you know, um, yeah, probably coming up against that. So that was a real obstacle for me to overcome and having to sit down and say to myself, I love to work. And if that's what I get to tell my children, that I'm out there working in a job that I love, that's fulfilling me, that I'm not just heading out every day saying, sorry, kids, mommy has to go. I hate my job, but, you know, sorry. Yeah. They're actually seeing me go out and they, they love it. I love it. We're all happy. So that's yeah. been a big thing for me to overcome. Yeah, absolutely. And I couldn't agree with that more. I'm the same. I've always been a career girl, whether it's been in the corporate world or in my own business. And, uh, and I think that just being okay with the fact that that's who you are. And if you can find work that you love, then more power to you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it is a a huge shift. It It is very, and and I, I mean, I'm not currently doing full-time hours in the office, but I, I definitely relate to that and yeah. that feeling that yeah. you know you, you really love going to work you love doing what you're doing and you, you sometimes look forward to that um and it's you know it's not at the expense of your children exactly. they're, they're just completely different and and being able to kind of separate almost is, is quite yeah. nice um, yeah to, to kind of make peace with that yeah. and just kind of actually realize who you are yeah absolutely and the other really great thing is that like i'm training miss six to be my instagram photographer so that works really well too when you can bring your kids in to be like your, you know, creative collateral builders. Yeah. <laughs> Content opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> little humans for it, you know. Um, yeah. That's just, yeah, that's a big thing for us too. And um, just to be able to say, I'm off to work now and I can't wait to get there. And I can't yeah. wait to see you when I get home. Yes, you know? Yeah, because you yeah. need distance as well to, yeah. to sometimes to kind of, you know, yeah. put things back into perspective and, and sometimes you need to miss people to love them even more. And yeah, absolutely. You know, just a day, it's really exciting to see those little people again. Yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing is it's just accepting that we're all really different. Like my, uh, my one of my family members has got a large brood of kids. That's what she's always wanted and she loved it. She was at home with them. She homeschooled them. It was like where she thrived. Um, But that wouldn't be me, but then she wouldn't thrive in my world either. And I think it's just okay, whatever your need is, whatever your desire is, wherever you thrive, that's where you need to be. Exactly, exactly. I thrive working. I've always worked from the minute I could legally work in Australia and (laughs) worked illegally as an 11 year old babysitting my dad's you know family friends kids um but from the day i was 14 years old and nine months i rocked up to mcdonald's for my five dollars 81 an hour and i was so proud to flip those burgers i was the same i was at coles i was a proud checkout chick it was awesome i couldn't uh, yeah i love that so ladies this is one of my favorite questions that i wanted to ask you when it comes to your brand because i do love your visual branding you know, when you decided what it was going to look like and how you were going to kind of create it all, your brand personality, the voice, did you nail it from the start or is it something that's evolved? Because it is amazing. <laughs> Alyssa, I love it. We nailed it. You own it. <laughs> the thing is, like we said, we were perfect strangers. We came together over our dining table to map all of that stuff out together and literally agreed on colours, voice, 
everything yeah. don't you think and then Kat's the designer so she put it all together and yeah I think we definitely nailed it but over time it's, yeah. it's also evolved and, and become a little bit more refined and, and yep. Cherie um, you know is an amazing copywriter we've really found I guess a really comfortable place particularly on social media and the way that we like to communicate with our audience and um, you know uh, our tribe um, yeah but yeah I mean I think we're very fortunate that from the very beginning we both we we did land on something that we loved yeah. and that that allowed us to have fun, be different, stand out, have you know a very unique kind of position in what you know. I guess if you looked at our traditional competitors, they'd be kind of other marketing agencies, other social media agencies. So um, we, we we definitely kind of you know have a very different position yeah. there, um, and and the brand has allowed us to do things differently, which yeah. is amazing. Exactly, and be true to ourselves when we get to stand out and be memorable. You know, yes, that's all we want. Memorable. Just being memorable. We yeah. just want to be remembered hopefully for the right reasons i hope absolutely any point memorable for the wrong ones um but yeah i think everything we've done from that branding perspective has been with you know memorability in mind yeah um so yeah we did um i guess we, we kind of chugged along very happily for yeah. about two and a half years and then yeah. earlier this year we, we invested in our ourselves yeah um and our business and we um we did a branding workshop and that was really to i guess um, really nut out what the longer term vision for the business was, where we wanted to take it, yeah. what dreams did we have personally, professionally, all of yeah. that kind of stuff. And, and that exercise was amazing. And, and it was amazing for us to just go to a workshop and do something for us and our business as opposed to being the ones who were always facilitating workshops. Um, and we got so much out of that as well in terms of, okay, what does the next you know, five years look yeah. like? and um, it was so nice to have that reinvigoration and yeah. really um, understand that we're both on the same page very important we're in the same car on the same road which is great going yeah. in the same direction to the yeah. same destination yeah so tick 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 yeah. um, and it's so so very exciting um, to kind of put that all down on paper and yeah. be accountable for that. And, and we've already kind of ticked off one of the major goals around that, um, but really worth kind of in, investing in that because we didn't, we didn't, I guess, feel that we needed it up front at the very beginning of the journey. It, it has evolved very um, organically and, and very naturally um, in a direction that we, you know, very proud of. But, yeah. Um, yeah and so where did the name The Digital Picnic come from? <laughs> We, well, I, I must say, I have to give my husband credit. Yeah. Um, and I think it was over a meal at our kitchen bench. Yeah. Oh, wow. For a very average dinner. It wasn't a, <laughs> a special meal it involved lots of wine or anything like that. But we were um, tossing around names and we we knew that we needed a yep. name that wasn't going to pigeonhole us yes. into one aspect of, of um, social media or in all marketing yeah. per se. Um, and I guess we, we also loved the fact that, you know, picnic um, was, was kind of fun. Playful. Um, it's playful. It, it also, I guess, relates a little bit back to, you know, the fact that we've got small children and we, you know, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it, it, and then the more we started saying it, we were like, oh, my God, that works. It yeah. works. It's fun. It's different. Yeah. It's memorable. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes when you hear something, you just you're like, "That's it." Yeah, it was. Exactly yeah, it that. was. It was pretty much that moment, and it's really nice um, when when you're kind of talking to people who are new to the brand or who have called and, and saying, "Oh, I found you guys," or someone told me about you guys. Such a great name! Like, how yeah. did it come about? Like, it's a really nice kind of talking point. Yeah, um, and it is a point of difference for us. Yeah, um, we don't, you know, at, on, on face value or when someone hears the digital fitness, they don't immediately go or marketing agency or social media agency or even training providers or anything like that so it doesn't pigeonhole us from yeah. and it's allowed our business to I guess grow and expand in different ways than we had anticipated at the very beginning because it yeah. is it's not generic but it's it's allowed that expansion yeah. and Sheree how would you describe your brand voice yeah, um, it's very much to do with my copy. So I used to uh, be a freelance writer and my editor, we had this, um, I, I'm not going to say love-hate relationship because we both adored each other, but she was always like, Sheree, your copy is very conversational. And I said, I know. <laughs> That's what I do. It's great. Yeah. That works for me. <laughs> totally. And, um, and she, it used to frustrate her because we'd present articles and, you know, they had a, a 
you know, a group of different freelancers pulling these parenting-specific articles together and they had people with, you know, huge followings writing these articles and she said, for whatever reason, you know, yours gets the most hits and it kills me from an editor's perspective um, because your copy is so conversational. And I said, well, that's what I do. That's how I write. And I'm so happy that I finally get to be the voice of a brand and, um, and break all of the rules and be that little rebel, you know, the rebellious copywriter and just make this uh, tone of voice really conversational and and I think yeah. by conversational, it's also yeah. inclusive. Like yeah. people feel like they know us before they've even met us. Exactly. Because of Cherie's amazing ability to make people feel connected and really, um, you know, a, a valued, welcome member of our tribe. Like yeah. it's, it, and I think that's that's you know, one of the key ingredients to our success is that people do feel like they can reach out and they can form a bond with us yeah. online before like they come friends. to a workshop and yeah, yeah like we are friends. Mm-hmm. We don't take ourselves too serious. No. We do really. <laughs> You know, like to keep it humble and have a bit of fun and take the piss a little bit. Love taking. <laughs> yeah, and you get to do that when you've got your own brand. You get yeah. to be whatever you want to be, and that's the most liberating feeling. And then for people to comment on the copy in a in a positive way, I'm just like, hey, send that screenshot to that editor because I want to let her know yeah. <laughs> it all worked out in the end. And like you said, she was saying it was the copy that got the most engagement. So. Yeah, obviously that's what people really resonate with. And it's never forced because it's coming so naturally from Cherie's heart. That's just the way that she is when, you know, in text, in email, like everywhere. She's just that person. And it's so so nice. I mean, yes, she's the person that will send like 10 texts. But that's okay. It's nice to be connected. whole conversation broken down into yeah. 15 messages sentence by sentence <laughs> like there she is again okay <laughs> ding ding but ding. i think yeah it is it, it's so it's never well to me it's never felt forced no. um and i think that's also one one thing that people who, who do follow us and kind of regularly interact it, it never feels forced um and it never feels unnatural yeah and I think the other thing is, like you said, there's been a lot of big businesses that have come to you and obviously wanted to engage you. And that's all down to your brand and your brand voice and the results that you get, et cetera. But I'd love to know your thoughts on where you think the market's going in regards to social media as well, just as far as what people are really wanting now. Because I do feel like that authenticity and conversational and being just really real with people is actually what people want. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, and it's also one of the things that we, we sometimes talking about in our workshops, particularly with smaller businesses um, and business owners or solopreneurs. You know, 10 years ago, you would always say we and, and yeah. you know, you, you pretend that you're much bigger than you are. And these days, that, that doesn't really resonate as much with people because people love to support small. They love to support people they feel a, a personal connection with. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of okay to be pr- a proud small business um, yeah. because there's, you know, there's so many of us now out there, which is really exciting. So you're kind yeah. of part of this cool little, cool little club. Yeah. Um, From a bigger brand's perspective, I think they're um, learning huge lessons in um, stripping it down and playing a little bit smaller, perhaps. You know, so being human. Yeah. Victoria Police, Queensland Police, New South Wales Police. We all they are so funny. Is it the New South Wales Police? Hilarious. Yeah, I want to marry their social media managers. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, uh, who else? Um, Woolworths, you know, they do such a fantastic job. So these big brands, um, and we, you know, heard, heard a story about Woolworths, their social team had to actually present this idea of, lo and behold, actually being authentic online and being a bit more real and relatable. And it, you know, took a little time to convince, you know, uh, the bigger folk upstairs to get that over the line. And it's, it's risky. Know, it, it, does, is it is risky. very risky. Absolutely. But guess what? People are loving that. And I remember them now and I feel that they're not as unimpressive. You know, it's just, in fact, they've become more impressive in my mind because they've been able to be human online. Yeah. That's one of the things that we kind of focus on um, when we are tra- training bigger businesses is, yeah. is the fact that we we would prefer to teach people how to, to do it and keep it in-house and because we, we really firmly believe that, yeah. you know, you get so much so much better traction and you're able to be more, um, you know, more human and relatable and quicker on your feet if those functions are sitting in-house as opposed to being managed by a third-party, you know, agency. So, yeah. um, and, a, and a lot of people have got 
the manpower. They just don't have the expertise or they don't feel like they're, they're kind of quite ready yet. So we, yeah. we love, you know, getting teams ready to do that and to do a better job of it because, um, you know, we know how much it can transform the business yeah. and it's just super fun to go into businesses and kind of reinvigorate them and get them excited about social media and yeah. be excited about being human on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that small businesses are a lot more closer to the action. Like I work with large corporates as well uh, from a branding perspective and I'm constantly, yeah, kind of saying you've just, you've got to be more real. You've got to, you've got to get rid of the corporate speak and you've got to really think about who you're trying to attract. And I think that small businesses, we're really lucky because we're engaging all the time and we're attracting client customers and clients, etc. But I think that sometimes marketing and comms teams are obviously kind of within that corporate bubble uh, and aren't always in the thick of things, like you said. So that training is so important. Yeah. Well, they're not empowered to yes. on their, on their yeah. feet, to, to respond in a human and genuine way yeah. and to try and manage someone's problem before it escalates and yeah. it kind of goes crazy. Yeah, um, and they're also hiding behind a comfort zone. They're hiding yeah. behind their products and that is comfortable. You know, most of them have these big brands because they've got great products, you know, or... Um, even Australia Post, I would love to see them do more digital storytelling about getting at the heart of the small business owner who puts all of their, um, you know, items out and sends them off into the, you know, not the, the open open area. Area. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Also, for me, I remember, you know, my first year at home, especially the first year as a brand new parent, and I've never ordered so much online. Because sometimes seeing that postie was the highlight of my day, <laughs> you know, and so just telling those digital stories about, you know, how it connects and you're able to feel like you're still connected to the world by something being delivered to your front doorstep. And yeah. I wish there was more brands doing more digital storytelling and being yes. authentic and relatable and literally speaking to your demographic. And so many of those big brands do touch people yeah. all day, every day, yeah. in, in an appropriate way. Yes. But, you know, there's so much opportunity for them to, to do it in a much, you know, much better way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so when it comes to really getting big things done in your business, like you were just saying, you guys went on your branding uh, workshop, which is amazing. How do you push yourself through that and really make sure that you're achieving those big things that you want to do? I think um, what we've learned First of all, you have to gift yourself time and carve out time to spend on the big picture stuff. Otherwise, you will just be too distracted by the inbox, by the, you know, just the everythings. Um, but also what we've learned is um, the most uncomfortable we ever feel is always when we're on the verge of something bigger. And you have to just... Right that way. <laughs> right that uncomfortable little way. And clutch on for dear life. <laughs> awful it does, yes. And then you get out on the other side of the wave and you realise, oh, that was that uncomfortable thing again. You know, it got me again. I can't believe I was feeling uncomfortable when here we have it, you know, we've just, we've launched into Brisbane and Sydney and, oh, yeah, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but yay. Yeah. <laughs> out the other end, you know, so. I guess all of those yeah. big kind of defining moments in our business have all yeah. been really uncomfortable, mm -hmm. really uncomfortable, yeah. like to the point where, oh, is it all worth it? Are, yes. are, we, are we doing this for the right reasons? Yeah. Is it, you know, ah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, getting out the other side definitely yeah. helps. I think what we've really loved, uh, particularly this year, is getting more um, help on the admin side of things yes. for our business. So outsourcing, you know, um, email, just general email kind of management and things like that. Um, yes. We are such perfectionists that it's so, and, and we, we're kind of classic over services as well. Yes. So it's so easy for us to just fall into bad habits and spend all day in an inbox just trying to get, you know, responses back as quickly as possible yeah. because it's it's important from a customer service perspective yeah. for us but um it was very much to our you know to the to our detriment and and things were starting to we, we just weren't able to spend time on the really important stuff yeah. so you know making sure that our curriculum is you know top notch and it's you know things move so fast in our industry that we need to keep on top of things and we need to keep innovating and doing things differently so yeah. Um, that was starting to really suffer and I think we both personally were kind of starting to feel like a hamster on a wheel because yeah. we're spending all day. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be on, you know, Cherie's back about shut the emails down. Yeah. Like, don't do it now. Yes. Yeah. And doing the same to me and we'd be like, you know, so mm -hmm. give it to a neutral party and neither of us need to. 
yes. to worry about that Absolutely. Um, yeah. That's really helped as well. So, and I think, again, it can be really scary to bring on people into your business to, to help with that side of things because, again, you kind of go, well, do, can I afford for someone else to do that for yeah. me? But yeah. we are much better spent, you know, our time is much better spent doing, you know, more strategic things, developing yeah. curriculum, you know, that's, that's I think the theme is, yeah, you just have to get comfortable with discomfort, really yeah. uncomfortable stuff. You have to be so comfortable and trust the process and just say, I'm feeling uncomfortable now. I've learned from previous times before this is when I'm on the verge of something really big and amazing or even small and amazing. Gosh, it's not always big stuff. It's yeah. just yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah. small and amazing. Yeah. Breakthroughs or taking yeah. something off yeah. that list, like, you know, yeah finally launching a course or doing something yep. and also I guess celebrating it. We, yep. we are getting better at celebrating yes. those things. In the beginning we would just kind of go, yeah, high five, back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I try and get my husband to high five, but he won't high five me. I'm like, come on. <laughs> we spent so much of our time working remotely from each other yep. that we just didn't have that face-to-face time yep. to actually go, let's, let's sit down and have a coffee and actually kind of go, oh, my God, that was amazing. If yeah. it was just five minutes. Yeah. But now we, we try to do that. And because we have a team as well, it's, you know, it's important for us to, to kind of really recognise that and, um, you know, from a cultural perspective, we, yeah. we want to do more of that moving That's forward. That's awesome. Well, that leads us really well into uh, one of our final questions, which is where are you going in the next 12 months? Because obviously recently I saw all of your announcements about your world domination and so, so tell us a bit more, like what's happening in the digital picnic over the next 12 months and beyond. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. So last week, this is kind of perfect timing, last week we spent um, four days with an amazing group of people um, who will be, who basically a train-the-trainer program that we yep. did um, so that we have now a team of um, trainers to facilitate our workshops interstate. So we'll be... So we have someone permanently based in Brisbane um, slash Gold Coast yes. and Sydney and they were the two markets that we are requested to kind of go to the most <laughs> so frequently and we're like, okay, we need, we need some help here because, yeah. again, it's just challenging to fit in a lot of travel with a busy business, with yeah. family and that kind of stuff. So that's amazing. And then yeah. we've also got a Melbourne-based team who will be helping us with, with all of the different workshops that we now run because we've, we've kind of recently added to those as well. So it was getting yeah. really busy yeah. um, and super fun, but, you know, just having some more flexibility to, to be two places in one at, at once is, is awesome. Yeah. Um, so we can't wait to kind of – we'll be introducing that team. Um, you'll see a lot of that on our socials because we really want to hero those guys. Yeah. They're we've amazing stalked them. We stalked them, of course, coming of course. back to this main thing. <laughs> <laughs> big old stalkers yeah um but we stopped them for a really long time because it was so important to watch them over a long period of time to make sure that everything they post was in line with their own values that we felt that they're intelligent um credible um respect you know that people would respect them um and so you know it took a long time to watch all of that and just more and more you know as the time went on we're like i love we love these guys yeah. we love them you know because it's so, such a scary thing to give yeah. your brand to other yeah people. yeah the face off yes. for a, a, you know, a day or workshop or whatever it might be yeah. and that was I think we're out the other side like, yeah. and now yeah. we feel excited about the prospect yeah. of doing that but beforehand before we had that team in place and we kind of spent that whole week with them it was yeah. oh my god this is such a huge thing yeah yeah, um, yeah so I guess having more um, capacity yeah. in those kind of key states um, there will be obviously more workshops we're also yeah. diversifying our workshop offering because you know, there's just so much we've wanted to do, but we're only, you know, up until recently, you know, two people. Um, so we've obviously launched uh, one-day workshops on more intensive stuff to do with very particular areas of, you know, social media marketing. I am doing your Facebook ads intensive. I'm very excited about coming to that because I feel like Facebook ads are my nemesis. It, oh, my <laughs> Like sold out, yes, so quickly. We have absolutely been floored by yep. by by the interest in it, and yep. it's so amazing. And I think what it is is you know something people love to learn online, but when it comes to things like that, like I want to ask questions. I want to be present at that time in the room. I want to show you what I'm talking about. I want to see what other people are doing. So I think that online courses are awesome. And I think like I, you know, play big brand bold is one, but I think that when you want to deep dive and learn more technical things as well, especially in such a fast paced 
area like Facebook ads, which is like changing every other day, it's so good to come together with experts and really, really learn in person, which is why I booked in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and we, I mean, we offer online courses. We also, you know, most people love the, the face-to-face. Yeah. They love the, that they get to learn from other people's businesses. Um, and I think the, the bond that they kind of form with us when they do the workshop is makes them kind of much more yeah. um, invigorated and yeah. enthused and kind of, you know, really passionate about what they're doing. And that's what we love to, to kind of do. So, yeah, we're super excited yeah. about 12 that. Months, 12 months from now looks really exciting and it feels very well deserved, I'm just going to say, because we worked really hard and we went the typical couple of years without paying ourselves the right amount or at times at all. Yeah. <laughs> For a long period of time it was, you know, that. And there were a lot of sacrifices felt not just by us but our families, you know, um, and they had to really just believe that one day this would be worth it. So the third year has, you know, just been this beautiful 360 where we can start to see that light at the end of the tunnel and it's feeling really beautiful and very well deserved. And the next 12 months look even more exciting, you know, and um, I think that it's happening at all the right times where we're just at this really great place as a business partnership, as a team. We've got beautiful staff who... I'll be leaving you. Yeah, cats off to Perth. I know, cats off to Perth. Yeah, but, you know, we couldn't have pulled it off any earlier than now because we just understand each other so well and now we can probably have really effective forms of communication online, whereas I think two years ago, tones of voice would have been misread. You know, it just wouldn't have worked as well. So... So, and it kind of yeah. fits nicely with the, the expansion. Expansion, yeah. You know, like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all the timing thing. And I think timing is so um, underrated yeah. almost in, in, in business because yeah. sometimes you just feel like you, you should be doing something at a particular time and you're fighting against yourself almost to get it done. And sometimes it's just it's not right for that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes waiting yeah, there's often a very right time to be doing something. So I feel like I'm hit that sweet spot yeah. in terms of the right time to, to be making these huge kind of changes and big, big, big leaps yep. for business. Um, yeah, 18 months ago, it just wouldn't have worked. No. Well, congrats. I mean, it's amazing news and it is really exciting. And you're right, you know, when we celebrate each other, I think that it just encourages women to really band together and, you know, and make sure that we're supporting you and cheering you on and giving you virtual high fives. And because it's, it, it, you know, something I think that when you see other women succeeding, it just really says to us that it, it's possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. absolutely possible. I wish everyone had that viewpoint. It would be a really great world for women in business to have everyone just supporting each other like that. And, you know, I, I'm sure that will happen if we keep, if we all just band together, like you say, and put out stories of exact with that exact tone of voice we're in this together don't you know um united we stand divided we fall yeah absolutely <laughs> a bit of bony m's always good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so ladies uh what are three things that you would say around advice for our listeners how they can play a bigger game in social media Okay, um, conquer your imposter syndrome. So this is me, Sheree. Conquer your imposter syndrome. Um, set goals for yourself and, and, and tick them off. And if you don't tick them off, get over your own ego. It's okay to not tick things off. Um, it just it means it was not meant to be. You know, and then the third point would be um, stay true to yourself, um, even, even when it fails feels uncomfortable and people are pulling you in different directions and making you feel like you should not be doing what you're doing you've just got to stay true to yourself I think that's you know my three yeah. tips I, I, I definitely agree with that being authentic yeah. and being kind yeah um you know social media allows us to, to create you know beautiful friendships and relationships with people all over the world it's such a it's actually, you know, a really beautiful gift, mm. even though it can be hugely time-consuming <laughs> and stressful and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think also finding your niche yeah. and really, again, being kind of true to, to, to that um, definitely helps because, again, eyes on your own yoga mat, you can really kind of push yourself um, in your own, you know, push yourself as much as you want to, but, you know, in that kind of niche area. Um, and then I think... One of the things that we've really loved, particularly in, I guess, this third year of business is surrounding us, 
ourselves with, um, I guess, other women in business who really inspire us. Yeah. And really, yeah. you know, we meet with these people and we come away buzzing and yeah. we're just like, oh, they're so our people. I'm and so just, glad we're friends. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of filling up that personal cup. I mean, yeah. obviously, it is very important to do that kind of outside of your work life, but when you are a business owner, um, you, your work life and your personal life do tend to kind of. Yeah. Work. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess finding those people within your business life that really light you up and make you kind of happy to be alive and, you know, just you look forward to catching up with them and, and you feel like even if you just check in, you know, on social media, you just feel so much gratitude and, and um, you know, warmth from them. And that's sometimes that's the stuff that keeps you going through the, the tougher. Yeah. Uh, and we've got a few people like that that we're really fortunate to have met. Very much. And so. it just, they feel like your business soulmates. Yep. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always say hashtag work wives. Yeah. They get you. Yes, yeah. They do. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it, it can't happen in real life, but yeah. you, you know, if you're just checking in on each other mm-hmm. online and then you know, you know, when the right time is to maybe give that person a call and say, hey, you know, do you want to have a coffee or do you, you know, and, yeah. and vice versa, they'll do the same yeah. for you. Awesome. And what's your favourite business quote? Do you have one? I've got one that I found recently um, and it was be a voice, not an echo. Yes. I loved it. And I was just like, it's so simple and it's um, powerful as well because I think it can be really, particularly with, you know, so much social media that's kind of clouding everyone and surrounding everyone and busyness and the buzziness of everything sometimes it is hard to kind yeah. of stand out and be be that voice yeah um and i feel like with the digital picnic we we do have that opportunity and we're really fortunate that we um you know can take a lead on some things and and to continually innovate and do that thing so it's really nice to be be a, a, a great voice for yeah. what we're doing for women in business for work yeah. for small business owners for people passionate about social media yeah um yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think mine would be, you know, fairly generic, but I do really believe in that people by people, you know, not yes. me. Um, yeah. And we're always trying to communicate that to all of our workshop attendees and especially in the corporate sector because we do corporate training, you know, Monday to Friday and it takes them a lot longer to get that, you know, that, that they need to be more human online, what we were talking about before. Yeah. I can't ever get over how important it is and I just think every week we're reminded we receive emails every single week saying, Hi guys, I've been following you for a while. I really loved that post about XYZ and it's like, wow, it was 10 months ago. old. You know? <laughs> yeah. I remembered that because it was a very personable post, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, ladies, I love what you do. I couldn't be happier for you with what's happening in your business. And I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today as well. So where can people find you? Yeah, well. On, uh, on our and website. we'll have all your links as well, but where's the best places? Yep, so www.thedigitalpicnic.com.au um, is where we hang out online. Um, and obviously all of our social media handles will come up as well. Absolutely. Well, have an awesome day and thank you for being on. Thank you, Thank, you. thank you so much for having in. And I'll continue to uh, stalk you and see what else you're up to. Oh, see you in my Absolutely. Wow, that was another fabulous episode with the Digital Picnic ladies who are fabulous and you must go check them out. You can get all of their links below uh, this podcast. But thank you so much for listening again. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd love you to share it. Leave a review and sign up for updates at theconnectionexchange.com so you don't miss an episode or any of the other awesome goodies that we send out to our subscribers. You can also follow me on Instagram at Connection Exchange and on Facebook at Suzanne Chadwick TCX. And I hope to catch you again next week. Have a great one.